I know you're out there. I can feel you now. I know that you're afraid. You're afraid of us. You're afraid of change. I don't know the future. I didn't come here to tell you how this is going to end. I came here to tell you how it's going to begin. I'm going to hang up this phone, and then I'm going to show these people what you don't want them to see. I'm going to show them a world without you. A world without rules and controls, without borders or boundaries. A world where anything is possible. Where we go from there is a choice I leave to you. Take this job and shove it. I ain't working here no more. Welcome back, fuckers, to another edition of the Patriot Party Podcast. I am the Mick, and with me, of course, is my, you know, the other one. <laughs> V-Lynn. Hello, Patriots. Y'all have heard me say it two <laughs> billion times. I'm not going to continue. Either way. I like to hear it every single time. Uh, I know you do. <laughs> it's a tongue twister. Either way, tonight we had on uh, Hannah from the Red, Pil- uh, the Red Patriot Show, and uh, uh, I'm just going to say this, folks. I, I know... Hannah, oh my lord, sounds like she's a tween. I get it. Actually listen to her. This is awesome. 
this is a hopium. If if you want to get on the hopium bandwagon with this woman, <laughs> this you, you want to suck on my hopium pipe. <laughs> this is a hopium filled episode because this is our future. This is the next generation that's coming up behind us. This to hear someone to hear how she spoke so emphatically about what she was talking about and how she felt that whether you believe it's real or not real, her motivation behind it sounds like one of us saying it. I mean, she actually reminded me a lot of me. You know, she she, she questions everything, um, always has. Yeah, but you never did for a long time, especially when you were hugging trees upside down in the willow forest. Oh, no, I still question things. That's why I didn't vote. That's even worse. Because I thought the whole thing was fake. That's even worse. Well, and what? regardless, uh, so Hannah's a 22-year-old college senior at the University of Kentucky. She's got her own show, The Red Patriot Show, and uh, she's she's doing quite well with her show, but she gave us some insight into... What's what, going on in college campuses yeah, today? What, I mean... What's, what's Generation Z like? Yeah. Uh, no, they're... Are they Z? Yeah, I think so. I thought they they're, were like ZY or they're something. They're the last ones. Isn't that odd? Isn't it though? Isn't that odd, especially with what we know? Yes, mm. exactly. But mm. um, so and and she's uh, she's actually a lot like us in that she combines news with conspiracy fact. So you know, she she was more conspiracy based, and then like us, all of her conspiracy theories turned out to be true. So. She's slowly trying to red pill her generation with truth. And it's And they gotta hear it from her. They can't hear, yeah, it they can't hear it from us because they we're too care. old. Exactly. As as she said. So she's very inspiring. Um I hope inspiring. Yeah. It, it makes me feel very hopeful for what my kids might have to deal with in the future. To know that there's somebody else that thinks the same way we do about things, uh, that's that's the hope part. That's yeah. where the hope and comes from. And she's a homeschool kid, homeschooled her basically her entire yeah. life. So we talked a little bit about that too. And that's a big issue right now. A lot of parents out there are, they, they don't want their kids in public school or private school for that matter. They don't want their kids to have to wear masks. They don't like what's being taught. They, they, they don't agree with the indoctrination of our children. But at the same time, they're, they're scared. Maybe it was, you're scared that, you know, you, you bring your kid home and you homeschool them and how are they going to see their friends again? And, and are they going to be socially awkward or, you know, all those, those things about homeschool and Hannah answers all that. And, uh, and when you hear her, you'll see, she is definitely not socially awkward. So no, no, she's very outgoing. Yeah. She, uh, she'll, she'll tell you too. She'll, so, she'll talk your ears off. It was, it was a great conversation. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway, you got some weird looking shoes on your feet. No, they're they're not shoes, they're slippers. Not oh. that you can tell, although I will say I did I was very brave today. You know, we go no fear, no filter. I wore my my pillow slippers while I was painting. Ooh. Yeah, that that's Because that's they were so comfortable I just couldn't thought. take them off. I know, but I was I I was very proud of myself. You don't have to buy me a new pair yet. Because I did not get paint on them. Well, thank the Lord. Right. Although, if you were going to buy me a new pair, they're 50% off right now, today, at MyPillow.com. Um, 
And then you can save up to 66% on all my pillow products using the promo code Defiant. You can also use that promo code at mystore.com, which is getting more and more vendors every day. So get an amazing night's sleep in this tumultuous world when you don't know what's going to happen next. But I'll tell you, actually, Dr. Sherwood will tell you that one of the most important things for your health is a good night's sleep. And you can get that when you deck out your bed with MyPillow stuff. Yeah, especially if you get the MyPillow mattress stopper. Yeah. Boom, done. And with the Giza Dream Sheets that are buy one, get one free right now, and the MyPillows themselves, and you will sleep like a rock. If you want to sleep better, too, at the same time, you can go to Dr. Or Sherwood dot or sherwood.tv forward slash patriot party you can get his book which will also tell you about how to encompass all of your health your mental your physical and your spiritual health all together he'll either even teach you how to sleep better and there's all sorts of supplements that he sells on there too and when you have that entered in the forward slash patriot party that will also save you 10 percent on any order you make from him so go to his bit and you know hook it up with him it, it'll be outstanding Absolutely. Too easy. Absolutely. And he also has his own stock of hydroxychloroquine and uh, ivermectin as well. Although we did not get our hydroxychloroquine and ivermectin from Dr. Sherwood. We got it from Dr. Stella um, because I I thought I had terrible allergies. Mick thought he had terrible allergies. The ragweed was horrible. And then it rained and we were still sick. So apparently it wasn't allergies. So I ordered hydroxychloroquine at Dr. Stella MD, got a teledoc visit. Um, drstellamd.com and uh, they shipped me hydroxychloroquine and then the very next day my mom tested positive for COVID which she probably got from us hopefully she's not watching this and anyway I went on drstellamd.com she didn't get it from us again maybe she gave it to us who knows anyway I went to drstellamd.com again and ordered her hydroxychloroquine and ivermectin and because she was sick and positive with COVID, I mean, the woman had not gotten out of bed for like six days. She was like, she got hit by a truck. I know I've been there. It was horrible. And that's where she was. Yeah. But hold on. She's had three doses of ivermectin. Three so doses far. of ivermectin. So tell me something. Yep. How's she doing? She's amazing. I talked to her today. I was supposed to go over there, but I was a little busy around here. So I wasn't able to, but she was, she sounded normal. She sounded back to herself. And I went over there two days ago to give her her third dose. And she was out of bed watching TV on the couch because she was so bored after her second dose um, because she was finally awake and, you know, was tired of being in bed again anymore. So she got out of bed. She was watching TV. She was hanging out with my dad, you know, making sure the dogs got fed. And uh, yeah, he's going to hate us. I know. Because <laughs> we were right and he was wrong and she's right. And now she's going to hate me too because now she knows I was right. And she'd be like, man, I should have listened to you all. She's going to actually have to say, man, I should have listened to you all. Yes. Yes. So anyway. But she wasn't able to come help me clean or paint today. So my Aunt Margaret came over and helped me paint today. We painted all the trim in the house because we're putting our house up for sale when we leave for Denver. So we have a lot of stuff going on right now. Yeah. So Aunt Margaret came and helped and uh, and actually Mick promoted this at his uh, Knights of Columbus meeting yesterday as well. But I told her, hey, Christmas is coming up and you know, you got all these daughters and grandchildren and um, people to buy for and I bet they would all love stuff from col1972.com. Yep. So I told her all about culture of life and she's a, she's a good Catholic and she's got a bunch of kids and she 
does not believe in abortion. And she's all about promoting a company or supporting a company that uses some of their proceeds to fight against abortion. So because you can not only wear absolutely adorable clothes, Sorry, guys, not you. Bye for your girlfriends. Um, but you can also feel good about where your money's going. They just don't have a lot of product yet for guys. They got some t-shirts, but not everything. That's okay. But when you use the promo code Patriot Party at col1972.com, you also save 10% on your order. So you're basically like getting out of paying taxes plus a little extra. Yeah. And who wants to so, pay taxes anyway? And you also feel good about the clothes that you're wearing. You, you know, you're supporting a culture of life, not a culture of death. So go out there, buy some good clothes. And, oh, they're American-made, so they're going to be here before Christmas. Exactly. They're not stuck on a ship somewhere sitting there floating in the tundra right now where Joe Biden <laughs> wants them all. And uh, you're not going to have a shortage. You're going to have American-made clothes that are going to come to your house, and uh, they'll probably last a hot minute. So go get you some clothes you feel good about. Absolutely. And with that, we're going to go – we're going to jump right into this one because we still got a news podcast coming up. Yep. So uh, for all those – Waiting. Like, share, subscribe. Obviously. Thanks for playing. And uh, we'll talk to you later. Yeah, not going to take it. And welcome back, fuckers, to another edition of the Patriot Party Podcast. I am the Mick, and with me, of course, is my lovely, beloved, better half. V-Lynn. Hello, Patriots. And tonight, we have a special guest with us uh, coming from, I believe it's Kentucky. Um, yep. And uh, she's all the, coming, coming to us from Kentucky, and uh, she is very junior to us. At least. Uh, I am actually interested to hear her take on uh, this is, I, I, w- I guess this would be one of yours. This would be one of V. Lynn's hopium filled episodes because this yes. has a lot of hope because this is the next generation that's coming up behind us. This is the one that's going to pick up the reins, take them and run. And we get to see what is in store for the rest of our, for our kids, our grandkids, everything else right here in this young lady and she has got quite i would say a pretty interesting story i would have to say an interesting story from what i've heard so far and she does what we do so get ready folks hold on this is go ahead and introduce yourself hannah Hannah. from the red patriot show tell us about yourself hey guys yeah well i guess i'm senior college student at the university of kentucky go cats uh i got into this truthing movement about like in April of this year. So I've only been in this for like, like six or seven, six months, six, seven months now, something like that. And pretty much because of all the people I saw doing it, most of them were like my parents age or like, were like in the thirties, forties. And so I didn't see any young people doing it and I'm 22. So I didn't see any of my generation calling out like the ball, the vaccine, the any, anything and the election fraud and all that. And I'm like, you know what? It's like, we, we got to get my young, we got to get as young people on board, because like you said, I mean, we're going to be the, the future kind of of this movement. And like, we're going to be the ones to really clench what happens here and stuff. So I'm trying to kind of ignite the fire because my generation has a lot of energy. It's just we got to get them fighting on the right side. Yeah. So are they <laughs> are they aware of what's going on? Like your people that are in your age group, do they do they have a, a general idea about, yeah. you know, the cabal, the deep state, the. Um, New the, election, world order. the election fraud, what, you know, communism coming to our shores, all of that. Do they have any idea? Or are they just too engrossed in video games and college classes? <laughs> well, they're starting to get kind of awake. Like I said, the vaccine stuff, they're really starting to kind of 
starting to come around on. I think sadly, a lot of them have already gotten it. So that's not obviously good, but I think they're kind of starting to come around because they're like, hey, wait a second, if I got the vaccine, like why do I still have to wear a mask? That doesn't make sense. And I'm like, and, and stuff. And I'm like, I should be the one scared if the vaccine actually works, if you already got it and stuff. So they're starting to wake up on that. As of like the cabal, the sex trafficking, like the stuff we all know, like the adrenochrome, all that types of stuff. They're definitely still very asleep on that. I'm kind of like with them, I'm kind of keeping it pretty just COVID stuff, just trying to slowly bring them out of the matrix. Actually, I was just talking with somebody today about this because it's like, if you try to bring someone out like too fast, like they're going to have like a, like cardiac arrest. Cause like, they're gonna be like ah! it's like, okay, yeah, McDonald's, the food and stuff, what it has in it. Like, oh yeah, you've been eating people. It's like, it's yeah, that's a little bit, I think too far. So I'm kind of like just slowly trying to kind of wake them up a little bit and stuff. But the COVID stuff, they're starting to come out. I think on the other stuff, like I said, not so much yet, but we'll get there. And it's, we'll it's, it's interesting how you said that because it is yeah. kind of that you have to drag them out. It's not one of those things yeah. where you can just all of a sudden, I mean, you can, um, I always yeah. bring the flat earth argument that that's the one that always blows people's minds. I'm like, okay, well go ahead and prove to me that the earth is round without using a picture from NASA. And they sit there and they start searching Google and they're on there for a good hour. They're like, there are no, I was like, now do you see my point? And so now explain to me how this jab that you're supposed to get is supposed to take care of you when the government's been telling you for the last 18, 20 years of your life that, oh, by the way, the earth is round. And, oh, you just found out today that there's a possibility that the earth ain't round and this jab is really good for you. So tell me again how that all works, because I'm confused. And that's the best. I mean, that's obviously the only argument to have. But uh, when you when you walk around, are you seeing... Uh, like we already talked, we were just talking a second ago. You talked about um, the racism stuff that they're, I guess, pushing in your Spanish class. And apparently they're pushing the jab. Uh, you have professors that are telling you that you have to get the jab. Um, what else do you see on college campuses that they're trying to push? I mean, what? I mean, Black Lives Matter. Have you seen them on University of Kentucky? Really? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. I all my classes are online this semester and they were last semester. So I'm and thankfully, because that way I didn't have to go through the whole legal battle of like trying to get like not tested because they're requiring people if you aren't vaccinated, you have to get tested weekly. And I'm like, I'm not going, you cannot come near me with one of those things and stuff. I'm like, they have the oral swab option, but I'm like, I don't know if those are still dangerous too. And I'm like, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna have all of my class online this semester. But um, so I've not seen it a lot in person since I've not been there, but I've seen videos of like people I know because I'm, I'm part of the Turning Point USA chapter there at UK. And so I've seen the videos and stuff that they've posted and stuff of like the, the Black Lives Matter and Tifa and all that and stuff. So they're really pushing that. Obviously professors and stuff are in the diversity inclusion and all that kind of thing and particularly socialism is a really big thing they're pushing and they're like open borders and all that like the so like all the the facets of socialism they're pushing it and they're pushing it as a good thing and that's why so much of my generation like gen z and even the millennials too like the 30s uh mid 20s and 30s i'm like they think that socialism is a good thing because that's what they've been taught in school systems. They're like, oh, yay, everybody gets free stuff. And I'm like, number one, nothing in the world is free. And somebody's already paying for it. And yeah, truthfully, I'm like socialism, it does make the majority of people on the same level, but it's like everybody's all the way down here. And then you got 1% all the way up here. So I'm like, okay, if you would prefer living worse than people, how treat people treat animals, then 
yeah, there you go. That's that's socialism. So, but of course, they've not been taught that because they've not been taught your history. Well, um, maybe they're being taught it in real life right now because it's uh, it's coming more and more apparent every single day. You know, the price of gas is going up and wages are not going up to match. And that's that's socialism for you. When you go to the grocery store and half the shelves are empty and the other half is, you know, there's one can going down the line instead of being four deep, then yeah, that's that's socialism for you. Won't be long till we're behind bread lines. Yeah, exactly. Um, so, so Hannah, what... Have you always been awake? Like, what was your red pill moment? How did you how did you come to understand that all is not right with the world? Yeah, well, always growing up, um, we've always been like Christian, very conservatives, always Republican leading um, and stuff, always growing up. And uh, also, my dad and I would always love like watching the Novas, things like that, always talking about like the old planes that went down or whatever. My dad knew some people who had kind of some, um, they were military guys. And so they actually had a few classified documents that they weren't supposed to have. I forget the whatever the plane was that um, they shared with them. They're like, oh, yeah, it really didn't go down. So always have kind of been into the quote unquote conspiracy theories. We know that not now they're not conspiracy theories, but it's like what they were. <laughs> I, I, so I've always kind of been into that I'm like oh this is fun I'm like oh so I've always been the type to always question the narrative just because I'm like okay like I always question things and stuff and so I've only been out of the matrix pretty much fully since January of this year January January 20th because obviously this past year the election fraud knew it was stolen knew it happened I'm like you don't shut down the machines at 3 a.m and be like okay everybody go home we'll hit it back bright and early tomorrow and you're like no that's not how it works on an election day and stuff but that happened and then so obviously seeing like days it took ballots to come in and I'm like uh this doesn't make sense and knew there was election fraud and then and like I said always been a trumper loved him I just loved how he wasn't a politician he just said what he meant and I'm like good we don't need like we need people to just cut through the fat cut cut to the straight to the heart I'm like I hate the people who like try to pokey around and stuff and I'm like you know what I'm like we can try to be nice to people but sometimes you got to screw your feelings and just you got to get to the truth so then when January 20th rolled around, I remember watching the inauguration and I noticed the weather on there. And I'd already been hearing some people say that the weather that actually was forecasted at DC was not what it was appearing on the film and stuff. Cause like I said, it was completely hundred percent sunny. And I got on and was looking at the radar over DC at the time, right as the inauguration was going on. And I was like, there's no cloud coverage like at all. So I'm like, something's wrong here. And I'm like, this is weird. And then obviously hearing people like Charlie Ward saying it was filmed. And I'm like, well, like that makes more sense than what they're pushing. So it's like that kind of really the, the January 20 thing started it. And then, like I said, like hearing people like Charlie Ward, Mel Kay, and Vandersteel kind of just listening to all these truthers, Clay Clark. And so it kind of just took it down the rabbit hole. And then that's kind of what red pilled me so yeah <laughs> well you should go on there go back and look at the weather that day also look at the temperature and tell me how many people's breath you can see in the camera because i mm. tell you what i've watched that video now Ooh. two or three times you cannot see anybody's breath in the camera and it was almost 39 degrees that day and i'm just trying to figure out how exactly he was inaugurated where he was inaugurated at because it was not washington dc because i can plainly see that there's nobody you can't even see people huddled around i mean if it's that cold outside, people are huddled around trying to stay warm. And and the wind, too. We had a, a friend that could actually see 
where yeah. he was inaugurated from um, through a, a long range telescope and he put a camera up to it and he took video of it and none, like, like none of the flags. Were yeah, moving. the the flags, the wind was so high. Um, you could see all the flags moving really fast in his video as he's watching the quote unquote inauguration from through his telescope that he sent us the video of. And then when you watch it on TV, none of the flags are moving. Like when the Marine goes in, that, that flag is just completely still. It's yeah, it was all, it was all bullshit. That was definitely faked. But whether they did it, what are you doing? That's you. Whether they did it a different day or um, if they did it in a different place, I, I don't know, but it was definitely not done where and when they said it was. So yeah, I hear you on that. Um, liar, liar, pants on fire. <laughs> and that always comes back because that'll eventually come out too. I mean, come on, look at JFK yeah. stuff that came out. I mean, it's it's a matter of time. It'll all come out in the wash, and we're all going to find out about it. And uh, there's going to be a percentage of this population that it will be vindicated, and there's another percentage of this population that's going to be. It'll just be a kick in the balls, and they'll be like, "Well, son of a gun, I knew I, I knew there was something wrong with that. Why didn't you say anything?" There's that is the biggest thing. I, I guess that's the biggest problem yeah. with America today is nobody is willing to say anything. But it sounds like. You you started a podcast, correct? Mm-hmm. Yep. And your podcast mainly surrounds what? It 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 focuses on what? Yeah, pretty much everything. Actually, I mean, I cover everything from, like I said, election fraud to the COVID vaccines to adrenochrome and sex trafficking. So, I mean, I pretty much cover all the facets of what people call "quote unquote" conspiracy theories. And whenever I do them, because, um, like I said, a lot of times I'll have either people on, or I do shows like myself where I just do Zoom screen share, and so I take people and show articles or like videos. And even with like things like sex trafficking and adrenochrome, I'm like, look, do your own research. Can I give you definitive proof like what I'm showing you here that they're real? No, I can't give you definitive proof here, but I'm like, there's enough weird stuff to make you think there's something going on here. And I'm like, you don't want to listen to the mainstream media because even I've been telling people this, the new season of American Horror Story, it, like I said, it's it's the weirdest season. And like I said, it's a Satanist show, but it has blood drinkers, dumbs underneath the White House, um it's got lizard people and it has uh the fake moon landing all in one season and it has actually a lot more but those are like the top ones in it and like that's in one season a few of those were actually in one single episode and i'm like i talked about it in one of my episodes and i'm like this stuff is here and um usually with tv they get ideas from real life so what do you really think like where do you think they got these ideas from? Well, so, well yeah, not only that, <laughs> not only that, they got to tell you what they're going to do anyway up front. And that's the way they've been doing it recently is by doing it via the TV or movies. So tell me something. You started this podcast. You had a lot of your friends that listen, or is it like, are the kids on school that are around campus that listen? Do, do they know not, about it? Yeah. Uh, like I said, the ones at Turning Point USA do some of them listen to it. Some of them are still, uh, like I said, they know the truth about the vaccine, which is good. It's still just kind of trying to wake them up on the set. Cause like I said, that's the, the sex trafficking and adrenochrome. That is a really, really tough pill to swallow and stuff. And even realizing if you've been eating at like uh, McDonald's and stuff and realizing what's in the food and so a lot of these fast food and like pop and things like that. So, I mean, that's, that's a, that's a hard pill to pill to swallow and stuff. So still, I think some of them still kind of think I'm a nut, but I'm like, I'm a redhead, so I'm used to it. Even if I didn't believe all this stuff, what people always thought I was a nut anyway. So, because I'm like, I got the red hair, so I'm always a live wire. I think so I'm used to it, <laughs> but it, but they know about it. So I think, um, well, actually, 
uh, a lady and I, actually Christy Hutcherson and I are talking about doing this. We'll see if anything comes of it. We're talking about doing a youth rally, kind of like a Clay Clark type event, but for young people. So we're going to see if we can get something like that going, like a particular, like a Save Our Borders. So we're going to see if we can get that uh, going. We're li literally just just brought it up like a few weeks ago. So we're we're going to see if we can do that to kind of bring them in and kind of get them a little bit more red pilled than the, than they are, and also kind of drag them out of the matrix a little bit more. So so hopefully I, <laughs> so I hopefully like that. That's yeah. a good idea. That is actually a really yeah. good idea. Something focused by kids for kids. Um, and even if you have to bring some old farts in there, that works too. I mean, it, it all, yeah. at the end of the day, the, the point is, is to get the message out there to have these people either absorb it. You either like it or you don't, you're either behind it or you're not. And whether or not you're behind it, it at the end of the day is really kind of immaterial. It's all about, you know, like, look, all I can do is show you, you have to actually, you know, take it the rest of the way, figure it out for yourself, go look it up. And, um, what about Q? Is there a lot there and a lot of people on college in college talk about Q and all that? Or is that like a dead no, topic? They still got a ways to go on that. All right. Yeah, they they still got they still got a ways to go on that and JFK Jr. and things like that. So it's like they, they they're probably it's 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 gonna take whenever this stuff does happen, uh in the in the public eye, I think it's probably what it's going to take for some of them and just kind of a little bit of a shock. They're going to have to be shell shocked on a few things, I think, to get that kind of through their head. But I'm like, that's okay. It's like, hey, you know, it's good. It's good. I'll take what I can get <laughs> from my generation. I'll take what I can get. <laughs> so how many, you got a lot of followers now? I mean, have you built your, you got a good audience or a good base at least? Yeah, well, uh, like I said, ever since uh, I did the, the Jim Caviezel thing, um, I've gotten uh, about, probably about 1400 across all my platforms because i'm on you well i'm on youtube now we'll see how long that lasts um and 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 stuff <laughs> we'll see how long that actually lasts but um and so but about probably yeah about 15 uh, about probably 12 1300 probably across all platforms which is pretty good i'm like particularly me considering i just started recently and plus since i'm still like a small timer like i said i'm just a college kid who doesn't have much life experience and i'm like that's why i'm like i like having the people on who have life ex i like the life experience and he's been in this movement for a while and stuff because i'm like i'm just a little kid i'm wet behind the ears <laughs> and and no that's that, that's the way you start though that's that's the best way to do it so what brought you to what brought you to actually podcasting i mean you obviously got red pilled what said you know i gotta get my word I, i've got to get the word out what made you do that well like it really because most of my generation like i said for the most part have um, haven't been doing it and even the ones like like even charlie kirk's like the people that do uh the shows and stuff on his still kind of only stick within um a certain realm of like the socialism sucks like the and stuff which is good like i said still true and stuff but they don't go pout into like the sex trafficking and things that are true and that like are really serious things that are that are uh on our society right now and so i just decided to do it because i'm a ham i love to talk to people i love to be in front of the camera my mom says it all the time she tells me i like I'm, my dad because him and i both love being in front of the camera love to talk uh i can talk the ears off a stone statue talk water up a hill so i love doing that and also like i wanted to reach a star um at least get the the base to reach my generation because a lot of times my generation for the most part likes to hear things from other young people because if they hear from their parents or their grandparents even if it like when it's true they'll be like oh that's just mom that's just grandma like oh they're just old fogies and stuff and so i kind of take that ex I'm, I'm like you know what i'll take the excuse away from them be like hey do you want to hear about the truth and i'm your generation i know all about the technology and all that stuff it's like hey 
It's like, I'm right here. You don't have an excuse with me. What am I? It's like, I'm not an old fogey because I'm your same age. I'm the same age if you were close to it. So I'm like, you can't use that excuse. So I kind of take that excuse away. So kind of being someone that um, speaking like the truth about this stuff that my generation can look at and be like, oh, she's my age or she's like around my age and stuff. So let, that way they don't kind of fall into the trap of like, oh, like not listening to people like Charlie Ward or like Ann Vander. She'll be like, oh, they're older. They're like my parents' age, like our grandparents, like they don't know anything. So kind of, I take that excuse away and it's like, what you going to say now, huh? <laughs> no. And that, and that's awesome. I, I, I think that's yeah. great. I think that's really cool. Madame. So, um, you mentioned before you were homeschooled. How did that, uh, and I know this is just a very big topic right now with everything going on, you know, uh, people being home with their kids for the past year in school, got to actually see what their kids were learning and they were like, whoa, that is not cool. Like, that's not what I want my kids to be learning. Um, so there's more and more parents trying to figure out homeschool right now. And I think the biggest thing is the, the socialization. You know, they're like, well, I can teach them more and I can teach them what I want, but how are they going to see their friends, especially in this crazy kind of world? So from as a obviously successful homeschool kid since you're now a senior in college um how did how did that work for you were you homeschooled the whole way through um you know how did the socialization work like what was that experience like yeah yeah well i was homeschooled pretty much all the way through except second and third grade i went to a christian school um but other than that homeschooled all the way through I definitely, I understand like what you're saying. Cause I know a lot of, even when my parents did a lot, a lot of, even their family members and stuff got down on them. Cause you're like, she's going to be socially awkward. She's not going to know how to talk to people. And I'm like, well, people who know me and like are doing this, like, that's obviously not true. So that's a lie about homeschoolers. So like we're socially awkward. We can't talk to people. And so if we can actually have better conversations than the rest of our generation, that's why whenever people meet me, usually they think I'm in my like, like late twenties, even a few early, like some people thought I was in my early thirties. And uh, it's because like, I can have conversations with like adults, people who are like significantly older than me, just because I've, I've, I've grown up like that and stuff, but definitely the socialization thing, co-ops it's, I know people that are now starting to do this, or I've seen like the stories of them starting to do it. Like people, like they'll go to like this mom's house on day a, and then all the kids do like on Monday and then all the kids do their school. And then on Tuesday, they go to another one's house or like co-ops. So it's like, you, you can almost make your own little school in your own house. It's like just some of your friends who also homeschool their kids, they just come there and they can be of all different ages, just have them in different rooms, doing some of their stuff. And some of the classes, like I said, Bible time, things like that, you can bring them all together and do that. So it's like, it's, there's, a, there's actually was just talking with April Moss, um, she was on my show and I was on hers recently and it's like such and she's a big homeschool mom we were on there talking about it and I'm like there's so many things you can do with it and it really does not hurt your there are so many ways to do socialization and you don't have to deal with like the bullying the peer pressure that type of thing you you're at home with your kids which is more fun and like I said they get to see their friends it's really I was in I was in a co-op for um wherever uh, I think twice a week I think it's, it's in so long I think it's like twice a week uh, or two days a week um we would like all come together and like do we do a few classes do some games and stuff so it's like there are so many ways that you can do it and there's not necessarily there's not like a right or wrong way it's just get creative Cause it's like, there's literally a hundred different, there's th hundreds of different ways to do it. I didn't even say thousands. I'm like, there are so many different ways to do it. It's like, you just got to get creative. Whatever your situation is, you can make it work. And I'm like, don't worry, your kids will be just fine. I'm like, there's so many different ways to do it. Yeah. Well, that's it. You just brought up a very, I guess, poignant topic for us because we are homeschooling our 
youngest this year for the first for the, the first, first year first year yeah first time and uh, we've never done it before so we're kind of still learning as we go picking through the weeds as we do this so yeah absolutely so um so good for you though good for you good well they were going to try and make him wear a mask and he I doesn't do well in a mask wasn't having at that. all so so yeah so we pulled him and we couldn't very well go on our show you know a couple times a week and and speak out against masks and vax and then comply you know that we wouldn't have any integrity so no you're gonna put a mask on my kid my kid's not gonna go to your school give me my money back and he was in private school still not not playing that game so it, it wasn't yeah and our oldest all. our oldest is in uh, a military uh, high school uh, catholic military high school and the benedictine monks well they just they don't have no fear flying yeah f about anything so they just kind of um they said, no, we're not going to put kids in masks. It's just not happening. And no, we're not going to require them to get vaccines. And no, you're not going to come here and give vaccines because that's not the way our school works. So piss yeah. off. And, and they're teaching their kids to be fearless, which I think is, is awesome. And to be critical thinkers, independent thinkers. Um, fear is such a driving force in our society right now. I mean, you turn on the news and that's all you get all the time. Fear mongering, just fear, fear, fear. How do you see it affecting your generation? I mean, are are people your age living in fear like people our age are, or are I, they just? I mean, saying, are kids walking around wearing masks? I mean, like not only one mask, have to be, not just one mask, but two masks outside. Wow. Yeah. That's, and they, I, some of them I know have been vaccinated because I'm friends with them and I've seen their like social media profiles and stuff, and I'm like, yeah and stuff most of them are just wearing one but i've seen a few of them wear two and stuff even on and like i said even on uk's campus that that's why i mean next semester i mean we'll, we'll see what happens because i'm like i'm like I, I don't care to like wear the mask but i'm like i'm gonna wear it down over my face like this because i'm like i ain't sticking it on if they tell me like you've got to wear it over your nose i'm like bye i will get finished my education somewhere else and stuff but i mean all, regardless of vaccination status like everybody has to wear masks and stuff and it's absolutely ridiculous in all the like commons areas and stuff but I'm, I'm seeing a lot of fear but also at the same time i'm seeing them still going out still like like going out like like having fun and stuff so like a partying and all that and of course they don't wear masks at parties and stuff so it's kind of like they're juggling between two different i like i ideas are kind of juggling two different personas almost and and stuff and i'm like doing that for so long it's gonna number one psychologically hurt you that's never done well to like be two different people and stuff and if they're doing this i'm like it's it's sooner or it's very I don't even know how to explain it. It's just, it's been so weird because I've seen the fear, but also I've still seen them going out and doing this fun stuff. So it's kind of like they have the fear, but also they still do a lot of their stuff. So it's kind of a weird balance or it's kind of, a, or it's kind of, no, not a balance, but it's just kind of a weird combination of them, I guess. And yeah. that, that I guess, yeah, I, I, I could see that, especially with partying because, you know, you go to college. College. Not really about college. It's about drinking. How, how badass the parties are. How how good your idea is, and how early you can get into a bar. Yeah, yeah. and or how old your idea is, and how you can smudge the ink on the idea. And yeah, they don't they don't do that anymore. Yeah, they don't do that anymore. No. They do everything no. printed nowadays. See, yeah. that's how old I am. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, uh, they, you brought up a good point though, and I, I was going to ask this. The um, the uh, one of the things that I, you brought up, you said you you said you saw kids wa obviously walking around on campus wearing masks and whatnot. And then when they're off, obviously they're not. 
what about in the dorms? I mean, have you have you heard any horror stories about the dorms? That's one thing I always wondered because when this came down, I was thinking to myself, I was like, man, those kids at the dorms are going to be the ones that get hemmed up the most because they're constantly in a common area. They're constantly in a living space controlled by the school. I figured they would have like little hall monitors walking down the hall, like goose stepping down the hall saying, hey, where's your mask? Why aren't you wearing a mask? Um and I was wondering, you know, I, I haven't heard anybody really come out and say anything about what's going on in schools right now, especially in dorms. But have you heard anything? I mean, uh, you're on there. So you, you well, you're there. I mean, you know, people there. So mm-hmm. I figured somebody would come out and tell you before they tell some old fogey like me. <laughs> I haven't heard about like the Gestapo RAs walking or anything. I haven't heard about that. But I will say that the VAC students versus the non-VACs, they're really getting pitted against one another because ones who are like in the same like dorm room or like area with them and stuff, they think that like they're the problem and they're the reason they can't go back to normal. So it's it's tensions are high between the VACs and the non-VACs because the VACs are blaming the ones who aren't VACs that like we're the reason like we still have to wear a mask and all this and stuff. So there's definitely been some heated arguments i don't know of any physical fights but i'd say probably there have been some more than likely because i've heard some of the i've heard about some of these fights getting pretty serious because and i don't know if it's going i would assume it's going on on other campuses because i mean i mean even in society like we're seeing that they're trying to pit the vaccinated versus the non-vaccinated and like blame us like we're the reason we can't get back to normal but i know that some students yeah have been getting mad at the ones not vaccinated so ones who were in like the same dorm rooms yeah that gets probably i i've heard that that kind of getting to be a really hot situation in some instances so that's yeah. that's what i've i've heard <laughs> are they are they like putting vaccinated students with vaccinated students in dorm rooms uh i'm not really i'm not really for sure i'm not really for sure if they're trying do, doing that i just know if like ones who are like uh dorm mates and stuff uh, that are vaccinated and then other dorm mates that aren't. I just know they're starting to do that. So I haven't heard about it, but the segregation thing, <laughs> they may start doing that. I don't know. But like I said, well, we're going into I, the end of this semester. So we'll see. <laughs> I'm just wondering, cause you know how you, you get yeah. your room assignment like the year before you or the yeah. summer before. And then when you yeah. get your room assignment, you come in and you're, you know, you, you meet this person, this stranger that you have no idea. You're always like, Oh, please, please, yeah. please, God, cool. please, God <laughs> hook me up. And and then you get like you get this person and uh, I would think that if they're so concerned about vaccinated and unvaccinated, they'd be pairing the vaccinated students with another vaccinated student and the unvaccinated student with an unvaccinated student. I I would think that would be the way they're doing it. And they may be doing and. Like I said, they may be starting to kind of implement that, that particularly this next semester, because I mean, I don't know if they change up, change up room assignments, particularly with how the vaccine, like the boosters and stuff are rolling out. They've already been saying we because there's no vaccine mandate yet, but I know they're looking at it and stuff. And so so we'll see what they do next semester. I kind of think, like I said, we have the president of UK. He's a very, he's Black Lives Matter, Antifa and all that. And he is very all that. So he wanted to do a vaccine mandate this semester, but he knew he would get too much pushback from the community and from some of the top paying donors there who also happen to be like very conservative and don't like it and stuff. So he knew he would get too much pushback. So, and I mean, he didn't say that's the reason why he said, we just decided not to. I'm like, no and i'm just gonna say it you're a pussy 
I'm like, you're a coward and you won't stand up. I'm like, you know, what? if you stay, believe in something, stand up for, but he won't because like I said, he's a coward. Yeah, I, I got you on that. That makes, that makes perfect sense. All right. My, my issues are fixed if Mick would stop fucking with the board and muting me. Um, and it's funny because I kill electronics all the time. So here's a fun conspiracy theory for you. Are you familiar with the RH negative? Oh, isn't that the blood reptilian type. thing? The blood type thing? Okay, yeah. Because yeah, like so. I said, I mean, there are reptilian, there are lizard, reptilian lizard people in the new season of American Horror Story. People that look like people, but then they do like that. Their eyes dilate, and then they have the, the, the like the tongue thing. So yeah. <laughs> well, I'm not actually a reptile person, but I am Rh negative, and one of the okay. things that's um, basically where people that are RH negative, which is about 5% of the entire globe's population. Um, it was 10%, but I think the Vax has killed most of us off because we're highly allergic to all synthetics. Um, and this is just in general. Uh, when we get pregnant, we have to have a special shot because our body thinks that the baby is an alien and we'll try and reject it. Um, we, we lack a protein on our blood. So that's where this comes from. The rusus protein that people share with monkeys. Most people share with monkeys and that's how they proved evolution by saying, well, we have the same blood protein, but 5% of the world's population doesn't. So where do we come from? Nobody knows. But one thing we do is kill electronics. So I have drained the the battery of my car. I have drained, and actually even more expensive, I drained Mick's Ryobi battery. Um, I've burst light bulbs and now- Literally just by moving it. She, yes. She I just drained the battery. his battery. And uh, now apparently I'm killing my mic too. So I'm just, I'm see, I, I'm just not allowed to touch it. This is why I don't touch it. I'm sure me. Best Buy loves you. I'm sure Best Buy loves you guys. Like, Actually, yes. Best Buy <laughs> hates me because I refuse to wear a mask in there. And the manager was a complete oh. mask Nazi last year. And I like got into a huge fight with my mom in the middle of Best Buy because she was like, just wear a mask. And I was like, fuck no, absolutely not. No. You can Do not comply. It. Yes, I'm not doing it. So just like I'm not taking the vax, and I, I told my job to go suck it too. Because nope, not not doing that either. Um, so what are your prospects looking like? Because most companies these days, as of now January eighth, every company over 100 employees has to mandate all their employees be fa vaccinated, and now they're starting discussions about companies with less than 100 employees. So they're basically going to use corporate fascism to mandate the vaccine across the board. And and all small business. I mean, because yeah. they're going after small businesses. So um, what what are your what are your prospects for the future? Where do you see yourself going? I mean, are you is there a, a lot of tension about getting a job in the future with this mandate going on? Not really for me right now, because I know <coughs> I'm planning on getting my master's whenever I graduate, because I graduate in, uh, next semester, like May. So, um, so still, it would be a year after that. So, and like my student loans and stuff would be deferred. So not necessarily, but I know I definitely, I'm definitely going to be going into like my own business. I know definitely, I don't know necessarily in what, but I'm like, I, I, I'm, my major is management with a minor in marketing. So I mean, I, I can, I love pretty much doing anything. Give me a job. Like I love to do it. So it's kind of like 
wide open. And plus, I mean, with all these like Patriot contacts, like we've made and stuff and like businesses and stuff, because more people are like going to support them now because like they hate how like, I mean, they, they, the people have been deplatformed in their businesses and they've lost money because like people take their ads down and stuff. And so more people are like supporting Patriot businesses now because of that, I mean, the best example is like seeing Mike Lindell and how my pillow is like shot off because of him like standing and he lost money there, but now he's like, it's, it's, it's like the, that curve and then whoa it's like exponential and stuff because people are supporting it because he's stuck by his guns and and stuff and all this election stuff and he's like there's fraud it needs to be dealt with and stuff so kind of not really for sure right now exactly what it's gonna look like but i'm like you know what i'll deal with that when i get there like it's good i'll deal with that when i get there it's just money it's like it's good i, I don't mind living with my parents for a while so i'm like you know what? it's fine <laughs> Hey, we might be living with my parents here soon, so I'm I'm right there with you, you know. So yeah, but that's because we're moving. Yeah, no, <laughs> we're selling our house, so you know, there's there's a little crossover time there. So we're you know Fun. blessed, blessed to be able to move in with my parents, um, with the whole family for a couple of weeks. Look, he's so thrilled. <laughs> but that's what happens. It's okay. <laughs> anyway, but so. What are your plans for the future for your podcast? I mean, where do you where do you want to be? What do you want to do? Are, are you going to keep this type of the way you're going right now? Or are you going to try and obviously you went to the Clay Clark thing. So you did the same thing we're trying to do, which obviously you're trying to bolster your audience and get a, a bigger field. And obviously yeah, yeah. you've landed a lot of the same contacts that we did because you're talking to the same people and we're talking to this. I mean, it's been I don't know about you. I don't know about you, but here it's been for us. It's been nonstop since we got back from Tulsa, and it's been pretty ridiculous. Interview every single day, pretty much, because I can only do one every single day because it's to my classes and stuff. So yeah. <laughs> yeah, I work two jobs, so trust me, I I completely understand that. But one of the things I did notice, and something I took away from there, is uh, you kind of have to have a vision. So where are you envisioning your podcast in not even a year or two? maybe two years. I honestly have no, I mean, I, I don't really necessarily have like a goal of where it one looks. I'm, I'm just still doing what I'm doing, being consistent, like what Clay said. And just, I'm just kind of seeing where the Lord takes me from here pretty much. And, and, and stuff, like I said, a lot of people think that it's my, I'm really going to go far because I'm so young in this movement and stuff. And like, they think I'm really going to help wake my generation up, which is really what I hope to do. Like I said, if Christy and I do like a youth rally, like, well, already, I mean, I already like even, um, a few people that I've had on my show, um, have said like, oh yeah, we want to be speakers. Like I know Dr. Sherwood said he'd love to be like a speaker there and stuff. And I mean, sure. We'd definitely be invited. Like everybody probably like does the clay things and stuff. So it's kind of just don't really have like a this is where I'm going to be. And for me, like I said, it's not since I'm younger and I don't have to worry about the bills and stuff right now, since I'm still in college. So it's not, um, I'm kind of, I'm getting the monetization, you know, thing kind of a rolling and stuff and starting to get sponsored was you really good kind of getting that base built up um, and stuff, but it's not too much of a, of a problem right now for me, since, like I said, since I'm still in college, don't really have like bills, mortgages, things like that to pay and stuff. So right now I'm kind of just focusing on just, continuing to just do my show and just be consistent and just because for me it's not necessarily about the numbers I mean it never really was even when I started out I'm like if I stay small or if I go like really big I'm like either way it's kind of good with me because I'm like you know even in this movement if I just helped one person like even just like helping one person I'm like you know what all of it's worth it and that's kind of what I started out 
like this. So we're just kind of see where I go. Well, <laughs> you have the, about the same, we have the same outlook on it. We did this for fun. Yeah. I mean, like literally we got sick of hearing people saying the wrong stuff over and over again, especially when it came to politics, especially when it came, and I'm a big political guru. So I, I love the politics part of it. And I love to get, I love like tonight. I can't wait. Cause we're going to do our normal newscast after we're done with you. And it's, uh, it's going to be a lot of fun because tonight I just get to say, I told you so about nine million times. And it's, and then I get to show you why I get to sh say, I told you so, because politically, I mean, Tell me something. What are the kids? I, well, I know you're not on campus, so you probably don't know, but maybe you've heard somebody else tell you. Is Are they talking about what happened in Virginia? Or New Jersey? With, uh, the election not, in, in Virginia? Yeah. Oh, are you talking about the three? Are you talking about the illegal ballots or what specifically? No, Youngkin. The fact that Youngkin oh, won. And yeah, oh, yeah. that large well, fact that Republicans now control the whole state of Virginia, and it's the first time in the state's history that the Republicans had have had complete control of the state. I've been hearing some young people, even on social media and stuff, even on like Instagram talking about the red wave and stuff that happened with this last um, thing. Well, even a few of the Turning Point USA people that I know liked, because uh, one of the videos I shared was the one from Project Veritas about that undercover guy who went into the New Jersey thing. And the lady was like, oh yeah, she's like, I'll get you filled out here, which like you can't do. And like so many things broken there and stuff. And then even all like the, those like 300,000 or whatever ballots that were able to come in, like I forget even where it was or whatever. And then still the Republicans won. And I'm like, wow, how many do they actually win by? And just, so I have been seeing some like generation talk. And I will say the let's go Brandon thing, I really think has been really instrumental in bringing some of my generation kind of to that realization. Cause I mean, they love TikTok. They love memes. I'm a little bit of a, I, I, I don't fit into necessarily my generation on that sense. Cause like I said, social media, I pretty much, I've always hated using it. I never liked it. I don't get a lot of the references, even most of my gen, I'm more of an old soul. I mean, I like Alfred Hitchcock and the Adams family and all that kind of stuff. I mean, we grew up with, I grew up with dial-up internet and the rabbit ear antennas and stuff, the little black box that got like maybe five channels. So, I mean, I've got, uh, we had like CD players. We had the, uh, I think we had an eight track tape somewhere. And then we also had the cassette players and stuff. So, I mean, I know a lot of the old references. So that's why with my generation, I'm like, I'm more of an old soul in it, but the let's go Brandon thing has definitely brought a lot of them along since that like was like such a huge thing with uh, what's his name who made that uh, music video that like went viral and stuff and like hit number one in iTunes and stuff. But the red wave, some of my generation is definitely talking about that. A lot of the liberals are upset, the liberal young people, but I'm like a lot of the ones who kind of weren't necessarily on one side or the other, they've been seeing some of the weird stuff and they're like, you know what? It's like, we're seeing some weird stuff with these liberal people. It's like, yeah, you know, it's probably a good thing that the, the good, the good ones got in. Yeah. Well, that's really good to hear. Cause, um, I mean, there's some that are just lost forever. There's, they're so highly indoctrinated. There's no turning them around now, but those, those ones that are in the middle, those are the ones that, that, you know, we want to bring over because we're getting to that point or we're actually past that point where it's time to choose a side and, uh, there's, there's no turning back. So nothing can stop what's coming. It's, it is what it is. So coming like um, a freight train. Exactly. And I'm, I'm a little bit slow, but I'm like, you know what? It's coming. It's like, it's like one of those spray trays. They move really slow when you think it's never going to get here. But it's like, if you would try to stop that baby, it's like, it's so loaded down and it like, it ain't, it ain't nothing going to stop it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. 
All right. So um, before we wrap up, where can everyone find you? I know you have like 8 million different places that you post your videos. So um, please let our listeners know where they can find you. Yeah, well, uh, I tell people just theredpatriotshow.com. That's my website. It has all the stuff. I'm also, uh, it's like my website, which has all the places that I'm on at. Usually I have all my videos posted there, or at least the most recent ones um, and stuff. But like I said, the Red Patriot Show on BitChute, Rumble, Clout Hub, and like I said, on YouTube for however long that lasts. So we'll see. and stuff but the red and then you can find all my stuff there and like resources and stuff that i use that's kind of the main thing so yeah fantastic fun stuff well please tell your uh your mom and dad for us that they did a great job raising you because <laughs> uh you are uh definitely very hope inspiring especially for us old fogies because we get to look at this and say okay this is what I, I served in the military for 21 years. This is what I fought for. This is the type of person I fought for. Whether we agree politically or not is immaterial to me, but the fact that you have the ability to understand what liberty and freedom is, that's the most important thing. And there's a lot of people out there today that have a very perverse view of what liberty and freedom is. And I, it always drives me nuts when I hear like a young person talk about liberty and freedom and they really have absolutely no idea what they're talking about. They have no idea what it means. Like, like, especially the ones that go out and get the, the jab. I'm like, okay, why did you just go out and get the – and I got the jab. I got the jab because I was actually worried about my family. That was why I got the jab. But I got the jab, like, way in the beginning when none of the other crap was in the jab. We know and that we fe- didn't know anything about it. We knew February 3rd that that's when all the good stuff was added to the jab. Or bad stuff. Or bad stuff, however you look at it. If you're <laughs> you a liberal, you, who you are. Exactly. <laughs> if you're a liberal, you look at it, you're like, oh, that's when the good stuff got added. And if you're a Republican, no, that's when the bad stuff got it. Well, not even a Republican, a conservative. That's when the bad yeah, stuff got it. Yeah, don't added. call us Republicans. Yeah, you're damn right. But anyway. <laughs> there are a lot of rhinos. I will say, I don't need, I will say Republican. I don't, I don't classify myself with anyone anymore just because I'm like, you know what? The, it's it's all made about being divisive democrats republicans it's just made about being divisive and i'm like they've done a good job at it because they pit everybody against one another and i'm like look everybody forget your political affiliation i'm like do you love this country are you an american if you love this country fight for it well that makes you a patriot that's it that's, that's what it is. all it is you're a patriot because that's... there's there there are no democrats and republicans it's a uniparty that is yeah. just labels that they use exactly like you said to make us fight each other, to pit us against each other, because then we don't pay attention to how badly they're screwing us. So um, although it's so blatant now that you you cannot ignore it, um, it's and it's just just getting worse. So um, yeah. any any last words, hope inspiring? What's your your primary message that you you like to relay to people? I just tell people, use whatever voice you have. I mean, like I tell people, if you want to start your own show, your own podcast, start it. If you only have one subscriber, one follower, one person matters. In this whole thing, one person reaching one person, whether you reach the masses, whether you reach one, one person matters in this. Use whatever voice. If you're still on Twitter, if you're still on Facebook, like I said, if they haven't kicked you off yet, use your voice. You could help one person who's still on there who's in the matrix and draw them out. My dad's actually, he's a perfect example because he's helped bring my grandma, my aunt and my uncle all out because they were about ready to get the injection, the jab. And now they're awake on that. And now they're trying to like warn their friends and stuff about it. So it's like, everybody's got a voice and they just need to use it because 
in this movement, there are no small parts, only small actors, meaning it's like you may not be as big, like well-known as Mike Lindell or General Flynn or Clay Clark, but you matter just as much as everything that they're doing. What you're doing matters just as much. And everybody's got a voice. Couldn't agree more. Absolutely. That's, hey, from the mouth of babes, everything comes, you know, <laughs> it's all true. I, I can't argue that. Well, we really appreciate having you on tonight. And, this is a blast. Uh, and we look forward to coming on your show after we get back yes. from Denver. And you'll be back? You'll come back? Oh, yes, on your show. Absolutely. Like okay, because, yeah, we're going to have to bring you back on <laughs> when we're actually going to do, like, we do uh, Kovac specials, uh, which is actually, they're pretty marathonish. Yeah, there's, two, three there's hours. one coming up. We're due for one where we, we sit Ooh. down. Because normally our news podcasts, we, we kind of cover everything, right? We have stacks of stories. We, we go through everything. Um, and uh, But about every couple of months, we do what we call a Kovac special where we, we bring on a, a couple different people and um usually our friend deplorable janet from deplorable nation and then our friend medic matt who's actually in the uk because he brings the international perspective but uh we we go through everything new with the vax with the vax with the jab you know the ingredients the side effects the, the new side effects that we didn't yeah, know about before that are now happening all, all kinds of stuff going on so especially with senator johnson's um roundtable did you see his uh, his whole thing, right? I heard some. I heard people talking about it. I haven't seen it. I've heard some. It was I think pretty I, powerful. So it was supposed to be about mandates, but he brought he brought in a bunch of the vaccine injured, and let them tell their stories and or their their parents or you know their loved ones who've lost someone to the vaccine, and it was incredibly powerful. I've been watching it in segments, like each separate person speaking. And uh, I can only do a couple at a time because it's that, like, it, it about brings you to tears. But, and honestly, sometimes our Kovac specials do that too because, like, in the last one, I think it was she's, the last She's one, always the black pill one. She's always well, the one that just. No, I, I said, I, you know, I, you got to bring a face to this. You can sit here and talk about numbers and statistics all day long, but they're just numbers and statistics. Do you have to put faces to uh, uh, stories to these numbers to make them real so that people understand that this could be you this could be your child this could be your brother or your sister it shows your best the friend. humanity exactly and you know I, so the and last time we did waved it, away exactly be waved away like oh this is just conspiracy no this is a real person right here who has died or like the family members of someone who has or like this is like a young child who now has so bad like their skin and just so many things wrong with them now children who can no longer people children who can no longer walk because of getting it try shutting that down and they'll the reason they don't try to even the even the liberals don't is because they know even people who are in the middle will get so upset with them if they like try to shut down like oh that that wasn't what caused this girl to be paralyzed they will get so mad so it's kind of like they're caught between a rock and a hard place well actually you can't really you can't really say don't do that because they can't shut that down. Well, no, they did. They, they, they did it. They did well, it in the 60s after to, Vietnam. Yeah. Well, and there was there after was a, Vietnam, they did a whole bit there because you know you got to remember all those guys were coming back missing limbs and all this other yeah. stuff, and they were like, yeah, she, you're not. She doesn't remember that, no. babe. But um, but actually, just <laughs> recently, so there was a, a mother who put together an ad. Her daughter had participated in the initial trials, and she. Now she can't walk. She has she has seizures. She has all these issues, and she put her mom put together a commercial, and Comcast re initially took it and then refused to play it. 
So they, they were happy to take her money for it, but then when they actually looked at it, it didn't fit the narrative, so they refused to play it. So they're already shutting it down. You know, well, in some places they can't, see, but mainstream yeah. media can. Did you see that Pfizer ad of the children like being superheroes? Uh-huh. Did you see where yep. they had more dislikes than likes and they had to turn their comments off? <laughs> yeah. And it's I watched that and it was so disturbing I was and like I said I I'm like I said I love horror movies and stuff so I mean I watched some pretty messed up stuff and that was literally one of the most disturbing things and stuff and so people are seeing that and then they're hearing the stories about being people being shut down you you know when I saw that ad I saw that ad in the middle of the world series yeah that Pfizer ad but it was on TV in the middle of the World Series, and I was sitting there going, you have got to be kidding me. Because it's not the kids that are hitting those dislikes. You know, they're they're the ones just seeing kids playing together without masks, pretending to be superheroes. Well, they might be wearing masks if the superheroes wear masks. Mm. But they're the plastic ones. Yeah, they're. I mean, not face masks, you know. So you're seeing these kids playing and and being called heroes and not wearing masks and um hey mom and dad i want to go get the jab where they bring it to school and there was just a teenager was it just the other day 12 year old she was uh accidentally given the pfizer vaccine at school and yeah without mom and dad present without anybody else there and she was told we're giving you the vaccine Yeah. yeah accident my ass yeah there was no accident it was they did it on purpose yeah Absolutely. Well, they're suing her now. So she's suing the school district. Outstanding. She needs to. Yes. Well, either way, madame, we'll let you go. Dark alley. Some of these (laughs) teachers and nurses and people. I'm like, yeah, you know, let's do this old school. Uh, Oh, yes. We we don't we don't condone violence yet. Yet. We've been saying yet for a long time. I'm a redhead, so I can get away with it. (laughs) Get away with it. And he's a veteran, so he can get away with it. My fingers are crossed. I should have shown you my fingers are crossed. Once. I can get away with it once. You can get away with it once. We'll we'll keep your get out of jail free card for this since we didn't have to use it after January 6th. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, (laughs) All right, madam. Well, you have a good night, and I appreciate you coming on. Yes, you guys too. Thanks again so much. Thanks, Hannah. Yes, ma'am. We will bring you back. That's for dang sure. All right. Have a great one. Absolutely. You too. Talk to you later.